The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the true fifth down game, November 16th, 1940, a day when Cornell defeated Dartmouth 7-3 and then in a striking turn of events, forfeited the game. In the 21st century, most Cornell-Dartmouth football games don't make the headlines in every national newspaper. But in 1940, in Hanover, New Hampshire, what occurred on November 16, 1940, did make every paper in the week that followed. In a stunning display of sportsmanship, Cornell, then the number two team in the country, riding a 19-game winning streak, forfeited their 7-3 victory over arch-rival Dartmouth after realizing its last second touchdown was scored on a fifth down. Now let's back up a little. Cornell's record in 1938 was 5-1-1. One one. In 1939, Cornell posted a perfect 6-0 record and finished number four in the final AP poll. So, entering the 1940 season, they were riding a 12-game winning streak. On November 16, 1940, they were now 6-0, and no team had got within 14 points of them all season. So here we are on game day. Number two Cornell, 6-0, entered the game with a juggernaut offense, scoring 30 points per game, riding an 18-game winning streak and had not lost a game in nearly three seasons. Playing at Hanover, New Hampshire, they faced their rival Dartmouth, who entered the game a pedestrian three and four. But in a stunning turn of events, the Indians, coached by the legendary coach Earl Red Blake, who would go on to football immortality to win three consecutive 19 championships later in the 1940s, stalled the Big Red offense all day long. Entering the fourth quarter, Dartmouth broke a scoreless tie with a fourth-quarter field goal and took a 3 to nothing lead. So, here is the backdrop. There are some 50-odd seconds left in the game. Cornell had the ball first and goal from the six. And it is what transpired next that kept this game on the radars of the headlines for the next week and propelled the Big Red and referee Red Friesel and this story into college football immortality. So here we are, first and goal from the six. Cornell hands off the fullback, Mort Landsberg, and he plows ahead for a three-yard gain. Second and goal from the three. Cornell hands off to halfback, Walt Shaw, for a two-yard gain. And now it's third and goal from the one. A quick handoff to Landsberg, the gain's about six inches on the play. And here we are, fourth down. Fourth and goal from about the six-inch line. Cornell got flagged for delay a game. So referee Red Friesel spots the ball just outside the five-yard line. Nine seconds were left in the game. Shaw tosses the ball into the end zone, incomplete. The ball goes over on downs, right? Wrong. Joe McKinney signals it, 
as it is still Cornell's ball. And he concurs with Frizel, and Frizel had lost count on downs, so he concurs. So it is now fourth down again. Schull throws a touchdown pass to receiver William Murphy. The extra point is good, and Cornell wins 7-3. to three. The press box was in an uproar. They saw that Cornell had five downs, not four. After the game, it was clear. See, the game was filmed by both schools. The next day, Red Frizel watched the films, the last sequence of downs particularly. He saw his error. Frizel contacted the commissioner, Asia Bushnell, and Bushnell ruled that since the game was entered in the official record books, well, the score stood. End of story, right? They're wrong again. When Edmund E. Day, the president of Cornell, was told of the error that Cornell had scored on a fifth down, he, athletic director, and the coach, who was called Snavely, all concurred. They decided to forfeit the game. And in turn, Cornell forfeited their now 19-game winning streak and number two ranking. Cornell gave up all of that by deciding it could not accept a tarnished, tainted 73 triumph that they honestly didn't deserve. Coach Snavely of Cornell sent a telegram to Coach Blake of Dartmouth that read, I accept the final conclusion of the officials and, without reservation, concede the victory of Dartmouth. W.H. McCarter, Dartmouth's athletic director, responded, Thank you for your wire. Dartmouth accepts the victory. Cornell lost the following week to the Penn Quakers and finished number 15 in the country. And now, 82 years later, the fifth game down still stands alone in the annals of college football history. No other game has been decided off the field after its conclusion. Now, there were other fifth down games, most notably Colorado's win over Missouri 33 to 31 back in 1990. But really, those games did not hold the same stunning manner in which this game was decided. Colorado was given an extra down when the down marker was showing second down when it was really third down. And the Buffalo spiked the ball on their third down, which was really fourth down, and went on the next play. Had they known it was fourth down, they never would have spiked the ball. The hoopla that followed, well, as Shakespeare would say, it was much ado about nothing. The fifth down game, November 16th, 1940. A mistake by the referees to end all mistakes. And a gentlemanly reply by Cornell to forfeit the game that they had already entered into the record books. A forfeit that in turn forfeited their number two ranking and a 19-game winning streak. Well, it was a gesture so admirable, I do not have the words to describe. This game had it all. The fifth down game, Cornell Dartmouth. Dare I say, we will never see the likes of it again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.